Conspiracies, a Utah true crime podcast with Kobe and Brian. I killed her. Yeah, that's why I like, tied him up. Well, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls, as well as cannibalizing them and raping their headless bodies. Alrighty. Hello, guys, gals, whatever the fuck you are. It's just me today. Um, I'm trying to record this on my own. I don't have all of Brian's cool overlays and shit for the YouTube, so I'm sorry. I did a poll for a few different stories, and it was pretty mixed of either Ed Kemper or the Utah University of Utah killing. And so I have them both written, so I'm going to do a mini-episode of the Utah one. And then on Sunday, when me and Brian are back, I think he's going to... I'm not sure what who he's going to do, but I'm going to talk about Ed Kemper, because it's going to be a long one. Um, so yeah. Remember to follow, like, subscribe, share, follow all of our social medias. And there is always a link on the Instagram... Killer Con Pod. Um, so yeah, but let's get into this story. So I'm going to be talking about Lauren McCluskey. I'm probably saying that wrong, and I'm sorry, but I'm sure a lot of you from Utah have heard of this, or I'm sure a lot of people have. It is a very sad story, and I do rant in it a little bit, but I have to be quiet because my kid is asleep on the couch next to me. So, Lauren, who was a young, vibrant track star at the University of Utah, who was murdered by her shitty, abusive ex-boyfriend. Lauren was born February 12, 1997, to Jill and Matt in Washington State. She was recru- recruited to the women's track and field team at Washington State University, where she was a champion in the high jump. She had several scholarships from different colleges who wanted her to be on their teams. She would obviously go to the University of Utah. Her mom, Jill, said that she was a star athlete and would climb trees when she was two. While she was at the Utah... I keep mixing up the two colleges. Utah... State University and University of Utah, because those have to be the same, apparently. Ignore my cats, they're playing. While she was at the University of Utah, she was regarded for her high GPA. They all said she was very sweet to everyone, even though she was an introvert. She seemed like a really sweet person from everything I read. She belonged to the Capitol Church in Salt Lake City. She would invite her friends to come sing with her. She did love karaoke. While living in Salt Lake City, she met Melvin Rowland at a bar where he worked as a bouncer. He told her he was in the military and trained as a security officer. But none of this was true, and Lauren would find out later. After her and her friends looked him up on social media, And if I read right, I didn't write it down. But I'm pretty sure he was using a fake name. 
He was a sex offender just off of parole and was a lot older than he had told her. When she found out, she confronted him face to face and ended the relationship. Him and his worthless friends kept harassing her, posting on social media that he had killed himself. Even though none of that was true, they were just trying to blame her because she didn't want to be with a scumbag. Which I don't blame her. Why would anyone want to be like be with someone like that? He's just really a pathetic piece of shit. After this, he would randomly show up to the campus to see her. And this part's going to piss everyone off because it really pisses me off. Um, he threatened that he would send out nude photos of them together if she didn't pay him a thousand dollars. She started telling other people about this as a concern. And her and her parents called the campus police on October 12th, 2018. But since they're rent-a-cops, they didn't investigate it. And the cop who was supposed to write all this down had her send him the videos and pictures. I think it was just pictures. And then he downloaded them onto his personal cell phone and then bragged to his colleagues and showed them. And I'll get into it later, but I'm just going to tell you now. Up until 2020, he worked at the Logan Police Department. And I believe he's been fired since, after some investigations and shit. Sorry, I needed a vape break. Anyway, so her mother later said that if this officer would have looked into that guy's past and figured out that he was lying about the sex offender registry, if he was doing that, I'm sure he wasn't reporting where he was living like they're supposed to. So they probably could have gotten him arrested sooner. I don't know. But... Another thing that pisses me off, like, she told friends and cops. Granted, he wasn't physically abusing her from what I could find. But even then, there are men, women, and kids that get abused in every kinds of ways. And people never believe them. I'm not saying all cops are bad, because I don't think they are. But some are. And sometimes the laws they have, like... We can't do anything until something happens. I think it's fucking stupid. But what do I know? I don't know. On October uh, 19th, 2018, Lauren emailed Detective Kayla Dolliff with uh, Roland's offender information. The office, the detective did not read her email until after Lauren was killed. And according to Lauren's friend Shelby, quote, On Thursday before we lost Lauren, she asked me to come to the library to meet her because she needed help. She said the police didn't believe her about her scary ex and she didn't know what to do, unquote. And so, the University of Utah never admitted that Lauren's death could have been prevented. They didn't apologize or take responsibility. And, so yeah. Following her murder, teammate and friend Brooke was in shock, but as time went by, she noticed 
that little or nothing was changing in campus safety. Sorry. And so they would start protesting and stuff. And now I'm going to get into a timeline, basically. October 10th, 2018, Jill, Lauren's mom, contacted campus security and requested the campus security escort Lauren to get her vehicle back from Roland because she was really sweet and lent it to him and he didn't give it back. The police contacted Lauren and she said she didn't need an escort and was comfortable having him drop off her vehicle. October 10th, around 5 p.m., so later, Lauren called back to say Roland had dropped off her car and that she needed a ride to retrieve it. The security did drive her to pick it up. And then through October 19th to the 22nd, campus police assessed security video that showed Roland at various locations around the University of Utah campus. October 22nd, 2018. After the detective had been assigned to Lauren's case, she emailed the campus police reporting she had received additional texts from unknown numbers who was claiming to be Deputy Chief Rick McLennan asking her to come into the police station. But they believed that was from Roland intending her to leave her dorm room. October 22nd, 2018. Police say on October 22nd, Roland waited for Lauren with some of her friends in her resident hall from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Later, the same day, Roland confronted Lauren in the parking lot outside the hall. Then around 8.20 p.m., he approached her while she was on the phone with her mom. And this is really heartbreaking because her mom was on the phone with her when this happened. Roland dragged her across the parking lot, causing her to drop her phone and belongings. She then dragged her, he then dragged her to a different spot in the parking lot where he forced her into the back seat of a car he had driven there. While on the back seat, he shot her several times, killing her. October 22nd, just three minutes later, Matt, Lauren's father, called security to tell them he believed Lauren was in danger. He told them what Lauren's mother heard on the phone. 8.32, police responded to the situation, finding her belongings. They searched her room, parking lot, and surrounding area for her. 8.38, an acquaintance of Roland's picked him up from the campus. 9.55, police then found Lauren's body in the back of the vehicle. 9.56, they sent out a secure-in-place alert that there had been an on-campus shooting. Then at 10.09, Alerts were sent out every 30 minutes following the first about the secure-in-place order. And an additional alert would be sent out containing information about the suspect. Uh, the next day, or I guess it would be that night, it was just at midnight. Sorry, my wife just texted me. Um... Salt Lake Police found Roland and pursue, pursued him on foot into Trinity AME Church on 239 Martin Luther King Boulevard. He then shot himself as police, police entered the church. So he's just a coward, basically. Now we'll get into what happens 
after all this this bullshit that happened. Sorry, I gotta text my wife back because she'll be mad at me. Because I love her. Lauren's parents, Jill and Matt, filed a 56 million lawsuit against the University of Utah saying that her death was preventable. July 16, 2019, the University of Utah announced the retirement of its police chief and director of public safety. August 15, 2019, they, the, the university announced that they will invest nearly a million dollars into campus safety efforts. September 21st, 2019, they, the university filed a motion against the judge to dismiss the lawsuit. September 24th, 2019, um, sorry, these are a lot of big words that I don't know, but I wrote them down and... So, October 22nd, 2019, the day before the one-year anniversary of Lauren's murder, nearly 200 students stood outside the park building in the President's Circle at the university to protest. And as far as I could tell, I don't know if they won a lawsuit. I feel like a wrongful death suit should be fine because if they would have done their jobs, who knows, she could have still been alive. But I just... I don't know, just having to hear your own kid on the phone, that would just be fucking horrible. I, I can't, that's just, that's just fucked up. But, um, that's gonna be it for this mini episode. Hopefully you guys like it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put the link for all of the socials, YouTubes, all that shit in the description. Hopefully it'll work. If you guys would please like, follow, subscribe, rate us five stars. If you would, please. I mean, me and Brian are really happy doing this. And we're not planning on stopping. But it would just be nice to have some more listeners. Because it kind of, when it goes up, it makes me feel more motivated. And I feel like I've been doing a little bit better research. I don't know. You guys can let me know if you have any questions or case suggestions. Or maybe you want to be a guest, you can email me at killerconpod at gmail.com. Killer, C-O-N-P-O-D, at gmail.com. Or you can try and message me on Instagram on killerconpod. But I get a lot of spam messages on there. So if you go in the description and look for Kobe Crook, that's me, you can message me. Because Brian doesn't really get on Instagram too much. But if you want to message him, that's fine too. And, but yeah. And I will post this on YouTube. And it should be available everywhere. And so, yeah. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Toodles, bitches. Stop recording. Fucking. This fucking computer. Jesus Christ. <laughs>